from St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. This is my defense to those who would examine me. Do we not have the right to our own food and drink? Do we not have the right to be accompanied by a wife? as the other apostles and the brothers of the Lord in Cephas? Or is it only Bar- Barnabas and I who have no right to refrain for wor- from working for a living? Who serves as a soldier at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard without eating any of its fruit? Who tends a flock without getting some of the milk? Do I say this on human authority? Does not the law say the same? For it is written in the law of Moses, You shall not muzzle an ox when it is treading out the grain. Is it for oxen that God is concerned? Does he not speak entirely for our sake? It was written for our sake, because the plowman should plow in hope, and the thresher thresh in hope of a share in the crop. If we have sown spiritual good among you, is it too much if we reap your material benefits? If others share this rightful claim upon you, do, we, do not we still more? Nevertheless, we have not made use of this right, but we endure anything rather than put an obstacle in the way of the gospel of Christ. Peace be to the reader. Wisdom, arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. According to Saint Matthew, let us be attentive. The Lord said this parable The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the reckoning, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. And as he could not pay, his lord ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. 
And out of pity for him, the Lord of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. But that same servant, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, Pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and besought him, Have patience with me, I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison till he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw that what had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then his Lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you besought me, and should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you. And in anger his Lord delivered him to the jailers till he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your Good morning. Once in the late 1800s, there was an Episcopal bishop from New York who went on a steamship voyage across the Atlantic Ocean. His name was Bishop Potter. The story goes like this. Bishop Potter was sailing for Europe on one of those great transatlantic ocean liners, right, the steam liners. When he went aboard he found that another passenger was going to share his cabin with him. After going to see the accommodations, he came up to the purser's desk and inquired if he could leave his gold watch and other valuables in the ship's ship's safe. He explained that ordinarily he doesn't do that, but he had been to his cabin and he met the man with whom he was to share the room. Judging from his appearance, he was afraid that he might not be a very trustworthy person. The purser accepted the responsibility for the valuables and remarked, It's all right, Bishop. I'll be very glad to take care of them for you. The other man who is sharing your room has been up here, and he left his watch with me also for the same reason. Imagine that, the shady-looking Episcopal bishop from the late 1800s. Isn't it true that we, too, often assume the worst about someone else? We do the same thing as Bishop Potter and his roommate, assuming the worst about someone without knowing the facts. 
Rather than take the time to get the facts, if it is our business at all in the first place, we rely on our fallen and corrupted reasoning and assumptions. We are in our minds surrounding ourselves with bad people when in fact we don't really actually know the facts about another person's spiritual life. I'm not saying that we should ignore problems or not be wary of bad situations or that we shouldn't somehow not correct our children or, or correct those who are close to us or under authority, but rather someone else's standing with God is really God's business, not ours. We can even slip into condemning someone for something for which he is not guilty. We can make the same mistake as Bishop Potter and his roommate and assume someone is guilty of something he is not. Unlike God, we are not fair judges. Part of being a just judge is showing firmness firmness when necessary. Part of being a just judge is showing mercy when necessary. Part of being a just judge is knowing the whole story. We don't know the whole story. We are not fair and just judges. Our Lord is a fair and just judge. Thankfully, our Lord doesn't act as Bishop Potter did, assuming the worst about someone and acting on false assumptions. God checks the facts. God is the true, just, and righteous judge who knows all things. In today's gospel parable, we read about the king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. Note that the king didn't simply mete out judgment for the servant with the debt, blindly following what he believed was right. Rather, he met with him and got the facts straight. He settled accounts. He heard the servant's story first before judging whether to punish the servant or not. St. Theophilact of Orchid wrote about this passage saying, quote, he, that is God, settles accounts with his servants as a good judge. He does not punish without first discerning. That would be cruel. In other words, thankfully, God looks at the situation. God gets the facts straight, discerns the situation, and even gives a servant another chance before punishing the servant. Thankfully, God doesn't make the same mistake as Bishop Potter did. Just the opposite. God knows everything and will always judge justly and fairly. Everyone is sick spiritually. Everyone is in need of God's healing, including us, each one of us. Let's not assume the worst in others. Rather, when it is our place to speak up, let us make sure we have our facts straight. Whether verbally or just in our minds, let us not make the same mistake as Bishop Potter and his roommate. As always, our Lord is the best example for us.
We look to him to guide us. We look to him to show us the right way. We look to him and see a perfectly fair and just judge. Let us follow this fair and just way too. Amen.